Welcome to Murder, She Dealt, the horror podcast where we watch horror movies because he likes them. But she don't. But then we talk about them because she does like talking. And he don't. So today we are talking about the 1988 film Night of the Demons, written by Joe Augustine, I think is how you say his name, and directed by Kevin Tinney. Mm-hmm. Kevin S. Tinney. This is a listener request. Our patron saying of Chris. <laughs> <laughs> For real. <laughs> patron saying of audio quality had requested this one. This is one of those 80s boob and demon movies or boob and slasher or boob and monster like it was the this was a very popular subgenre or whatever in the 80s it was just like what excuses do we have to murder people and show boobs <laughs> and so they would write a script around the idea of like how do we show boobs and murder people i didn't I, realize that it was a subgenre or, but um yeah the, like what you're describing this fits right in there i don't think anybody <laughs> ever like described it as this but it was such a popular thing at the oh, time geez. like you couldn't do a horror movie, a cheap horror movie, for a while without showing boobs. And, of course, we get to see Lena Quigley's boobs because if she's in a movie, we get to see her boobs, basically. Interesting fact about Lena Quigley, she did, in 1990, a workout tape, a horror movie workout tape, because workout tapes were so incredibly popular in the late 80s, and her little backup workout people were zombies. Of course they were. <laughs> Okay, so this one I was looking forward to because Chris is a longtime friend of the podcast and, you know, even back before there was a podcast. Well, we start with the episode with sensitivities. Yes, there's lots of strobe lights. Um, so Not if, like super crazy like in some other movies, but yeah. They're... It's, it's a literal strobe light. So if you do have light sensitivities, this could trigger them. And there's also some verbal abuse. So if you've ever been in a verbally abusive relationship, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's bad. I don't think I could The character say. of Stooge is pretty awful. Oh my God. He is the worst. Um, there is some gore. I mean, most of the movies we talk about have gore. Yeah. Um, nudity? Uh, do we have to content? Nu- there's boobs? Yeah. Okay, in case you get offended by boobs. There's boobs. Demons, I don't know, satanic (laughs) stuff. Do we need content warning for that? Well, it's called The Night of the Demons, so I think it's implicit in the name. But there is a, a something that I was mortified by. And kind of triggered by. Is there's a disappearing tube of lipstick (laughs) that just... Yeah, we'll get get to it. And then... I think that's mostly content stuff, right? I yeah. Mean, I only had the two, the strobe lights and the verbal abuse, because it was so, so heavy-handed on that. Do people need to watch this movie before they listen to the pod, or is this one they can skip and just listen to us because we're better than the movie? I mean, if I have to watch it, you have to watch it. <laughs> like, can can it be that? I don't really wholeheartedly, like, yeah, watch it. It's really cool. But, like... To understand what we're saying and and to get the absurdity of some of the points, I think it needs to be watched. It is a cult classic-y movie. If you're in the mood for something that's bad, good, then this is that. This is this is a movie that's not great, but it's fun. So if you're in the mood for that, if you're in the mood for something kind of schlocky and goofy, then yeah, Night of the Demons. So to get into the meat of the movie. The movie opens with Stooge, Roger, and Helen. They are in a car. 
They're getting ready to, it's Halloween night, right? Or it's Halloween mid-afternoon or something. Like, they just well, got out of school. Well, it's dark, though. It's dark. No, it's still sunny out. No, it's not. It totally is. It totally is not. Totally is. When they first opened the movie, it is. No, it's not. It is. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Start the movie up. <laughs> Controller's right behind you. Because Judy's walking home from school. I know she's walking home, and she runs into the old man, mm-hmm. and the and old the man had been and the razor yeah. blades, right? But like, it, it's dark, and I remember thinking, "Oh my god, it's already dark!" Like, candy apples and razor blades. I remember Halloween these days. Anything goes. Dead bodies hanging from poles. I remember Halloween, Halloween. God damn you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Go ahead. Say it it again. (laughs) It actually opens up with an animated credit sequence, so (laughs) boo on you. (laughs) (laughs) But but go ahead. Tell me I'm right. Go ahead. You were right. Shut up. (laughs) So the movie opens, and it's already nighttime. On Halloween, and there's kids trick-or-treating, not a whole bunch of them, and there's this old man walking home, and Roger, Stooge, and Helen are in the car. Obviously, they're not at their final location, but they're just kind of killing time until it is time to go to their party or festivities or whatever they have planned. So... They moon the old man as they drive by. Yeah, they, they... terrorize him basically and he's like stupid kids blah 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 cause him to drop his groceries that he's carrying right and then the kids like the young trick-or-treater kids come up to him and mess with him and like basically run over him without stopping to help and he's like and then we meet Judy. judy 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 and she's the virginal character and she comes up behind him and she's actually trying to help but he's like get away from me you stupid kids and she's just like okay whatever i'm trying Whenever to help you do the old man voice i expect you to start doing from christmas story yeah. to dad <laughs> that are get bada- yeah, yeah that's that's what i'm channeling so good <laughs> okay, i'm glad good. you picked up on that i mean tell me the difference between those two no no so. the characters are basically the same there you go but we do see after Judy's like, okay, freak, and then goes on, we see the old man start to pick up his groceries and he has a bunch of apples. And he's like, that's why they're getting their comeuppance tonight. And then there's apples and razor blades. There's razor blades that are shown. And so, anyway, we, we don't see the old man until the very end. <laughs> so, tuck him away in your, the back of your mind and whatever. So, we follow Judy home. She gets, she's like, hey, had so-and-so called. She gets in the house and her mom's like, who, huh, what? And then the phone rings. I'll get it. And so she runs and it's a very like 1980s, like, I'm going to talk on the phone on my bed and blue, blue, blue. And she starts undressing to get ready for the festivities that night. And it's her boyfriend calling. Jay. A new boyfriend, I think. Yeah, like uh, as far as I can tell, they're It not, wasn't a really. Maybe they're not dating yet, but. Yeah, they're, they're talking. And she's supposed to be his date to the Halloween dance. And then he proposes, hey, instead of this dance, I heard of this really cool party that Angela is throwing. And she's like, oh, the weird girl who's into witchcraft. And he's like, yeah. And she's like, "Okay, fine. And it just hit me the wrong way. I was like, who is Angela to him? 
Is that like his sister, his best friend? Like nothing is established. If I was dating a guy and it was fairly new, like the energy was, I would have been like, so you want to go hang out with Angela, huh? Have you and Angela ever? Like, that's just me being paranoid in the early stages of the relationship. You haven't experienced this for a long time because we've been well established (laughs) for years. So, but as a new relationship, I just was like, hmm, that's weird. There's a really cool scene of Judy's brother kind of scaring her in the closet. Like, he's hiding in her closet. And he hears all of the plan changing. And then all of a sudden, there's a knock at the door, but it's not Jay, it's Sal. Hey, Sal. And Sal is kind of the bad guy, and her brother answers the door, and he's like, you just want my sister because she has big boobs. And I was like, the fact that you know this about your sister. eyes. I mean, come on. I mean, but you don't, your sister has no boobs, okay? Like, that's just how your brain should work, like you are a lump of person that's how you should be but you just one of her big boobs and i'm like okay that's weird her brother tells sal well she's getting ready for her date he's like her date what is happening is she going to the dance with somebody and he goes no they're gonna go to a party oh a party huh yeah it's at such and such house and it's at this location it's not at angela's house this was discussed on the phone it's at this kind of abandoned Funeral parlor. Funeral parlor. Sal hears this and is like, okay, cool. I'll go to this. What did they call He's it? He's going to crash the party. He's going to crash the party. But what do they call the house? Hall house? Hall? Hull. Hull. H-U-L-L. Hull okay. House. So it's the whole house, which the whole family, somebody went crazy and killed everybody, much like The Shining. But it adds a creepy factor because it's a funeral parlor and it's been abandoned. And there's like this wall around it and there's like legend and folklore and urban legend it has a big yard for yeah it's an estate really like it's not just a house it's an estate so there's legends about the indigenous people of the area they call them indians because it's the 80s but there's just this land is basically cursed and there's a wall to protect it and there's a stream of water like a moat that's underground that kind of blocks the demonic forces because they can't cross over water But we watch everybody get there, Jay and Judy, and (laughs) what's funny is- They pick up their friends, Max and Franny. Max and Franny, there you go. They're actually really cool. They're my favorite of the entire group. Yeah, Max and Franny are pretty chill. Love them. Stooge, Helen, and Roger Roger almost get into a car accident because Stooge is such a dipshit, and I hate him. (laughs) He's calling Helen a bitch the entire time. And then he tells her, okay, you drive, and, like, crawls over her while the car is moving. Don't do this. Don't try this at home. And then he, like, is not satisfied with her chauffeur skills, so he reaches over and yanks the thing. The car spins around, like, three or four times before it goes on its merry way, and they end up getting a flat because he's a douchebag. And (laughs) He has that line about... I said I had a spare tire. I didn't say I had a tire iron. <laughs> uh, Stooge is the best, worst person ever. <laughs> no, there's nothing best about him. Oh, I hate just, him so he's much. He's so absolutely stupid and awful and terrible 
that it's it's to the point of absurdity for me. It's it's <laughs> hilarious how bad a person he is. No, I hate him. Explain so much about my friendship with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> they get to the house eventually, all of them. And Angela ushers them in and she's in this. Oh, we forgot Angela and Suzanne. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Angela and Suzanne are at this like corner store and Angela has a very craft she looks very much like Nancy from The Craft. Yes. Sorry. Couldn't remember the character's name, but Nancy from The Craft. I've only seen that movie one time. I wouldn't mind seeing it again. But anyway. So she looks very much like Nancy from The Craft. She's in a corner store and we see a close up of a girl bending over in a very short skirt and a petticoat. And she's looking at, I think, dog food, was it? Some, I don't know. She was positioned right in front of the clerks, so that gave Angela the opportunity to scoop a bunch of provisions for the party into a bag, and then they, like, ran off giggling. (laughs) So they stole a bunch of stuff, but we get a butt shot pretty early on. Tell the joke about, um, she walks up to the clerks and goes, hey, do you guys have sour balls? And they're like, yeah, then I bet you don't get many (laughs) blowjobs. So they show up and Angela and Suzanne are setting up their provisions that are illegally procured. And there's a lighter that is Chekhov's lighter. And so Judy, being the ever good girl that she is, is going to make the best of the situation. She's not very comfortable. It's obvious. And she doesn't know a bunch of these people. But, you know, she's there and she's going to help them be good hostesses so she's arranging things and she puts down the lighter after lighting a candle and she's like you know this place angela comes by and is like you know if this place goes up in fire and that lighter is there your fingerprints are going to be on it and they're going to blame you you should probably pocket that and she's like what and so she kind of like hesitates to put it down on the table so fran comes by and is like oh is angela freaking you out she's like always (laughs) and she walks away and you see this like long drawn out process of her deciding to pick up the lighter she picks up the lighter and puts it in her pocket like it takes two seconds but i felt like it was a full (laughs) minute anyway so she puts it in her pocket check off slider it's gonna come back up later just FYI. So they start dancing and whatever, and they put out a strobe light, and they, you know, they're the Bauhaus, I think was what it was. Sure, and you know they're they're being kids, man. It nineteen eighties movie Halloween party with these cast of characters that we have set forth, and then things start getting weird. Yeah, so, the radio dies. Yeah, and the strobe light goes out. The strobe light goes out. Angela decides that they need to hold a seance, so they have to find a mirror that will be big enough that they can all see themselves in, because Suzanne's like, would I have my compact with this work? And they're like, no, that's stupid. Don't be stupid, stupid. Dude says something very rude to her, I think, there. There's a, a, a bitch thrown in there, I'm sure. That man can't keep that word out of his mouth. Anyway. So they hold the seance as like a party game or whatever. Helen sees something that looks like somebody crashing into the window of the mirror and freaks out and knocks it over, which I guess lets the demon out. They do this extended shot. She like... she sees like this dragon type thing and then mm-hmm. somebody's face like hitting the mirror from right. the inside. 
and then she freaks out and kind of smashes the mirror and they do what is initially a pretty cool shot of like shattered glasses or glass mirror pieces and like each member of the group is in a different piece of the glass or whatever but Mm -hmm. it's such a long shot it takes Mm -hmm. so long that i'm just like okay this was kind of cool stop it stop (laughs) it no no move on anyway it was a really cool idea that just okay he went a little too long with it see what i what i envisioned is behind the camera all of the actors are staged in different areas so that they can be reflected in each (laughs) glass and they're like okay you found it now stay there for like two hours and we're gonna film this 10 minute scene that yeah it takes way too freaking long they start hearing noises. The demon goes inside of Suzanne. And uh, it comes up from the basement from the crematorium. Mm-hmm. I think that's important. They go around the house because they've heard noises, I think is what it was. I think is Roger and Helen are like, Helen freaks out because she saw the person crashing into the mirror. And Roger's like, my dad was a preacher. Fuck this demon shit. Like, <laughs> I'm out of here. And he's the African-American of the group, and the token. So he and Helen are just like, screw this, we're out. And they're out. They, they run out. Everybody else starts looking around the house to see where the noise came from suzanne before she goes off into her area makes out with angela passing the demon to her like demon herpes except she still has it too right so right, like, herpes. Like demon herpes yeah, yeah okay <laughs> and stooges are like yeah what's going on because he's a pig he's literally wearing a pig nose for and by the way jay offers to go with her or no who offers to go with her and she's like no does sal show up at this point because there's two choices sal and... is there okay so sal crashes the party so that was one of the sounds that they heard and then they realize it's him and they're like nobody invited him blah, blah, blah. and so then jay gets very much like upset by this and uh, judy is like no you can't hit him and he's like oh why not because you know do you love him and she's like what <laughs> she does it's obvious but yeah so angela goes off by herself it's and then judy and jay go up because they start making out in one of the rooms he's trying to kind of push her into... but suzanne goes to find the powder room with somebody and she chooses stooge stooge right and sal is with angela while she's dancing in the living room okay yeah okay. that sounds about right Suzanne is going to find the bathroom, and there's two choices, Sal or Stooge, and she chooses Stooge. Easy pickings for a demon. He's an asshole, so he has to go first. I applaud this. And so she goes up, and they find the bathroom, and she's in there for a really long time, and he's, like, outside of the door going, hey, I thought we could, you know, go in there together. Really pathetic. Really. begging. Really sad, and you almost have sympathy, except you remember all the times he called every other female (laughs) a bitch. So you're like, oh, nope, still hate you. So Stooge hears a mirror smash, and he breaks into the bathroom, and Suzanne is nowhere to be found. And he's like, what the fuck? So he goes back downstairs, and when he gets back down there, he sees the scene that has been happening while he was waiting outside of the bathroom for Suzanne, which is Angela dancing by herself in front of the fire. Demon possessed, being like dancing seductively because demon powers can turn on a boombox mm-hmm. and a strobe light. So that's happening and Sal is just freaking out at this point. He's he's not really falling for the seduction and he's just like, This is strange. 
And so he's, she's not acting like herself. And he's like, this is weird. And Stooge comes in and he's like, dude, watch out for her, man. She's acting weird. And he goes, I know, I can't find Suzanne. And she was in the bathroom. And she starts, Angela starts dancing with Stooge. Mm -hmm. And Sal goes off to find the others who, at the same time they went to the bathroom, they all kind of split up. Mm -hmm. Never split up in an abandoned house. Can we, can we establish this as a rule, please? But then you don't get them, get to see the murdered one by one. And then you don't get the the, the bone-in. So <laughs> Jay and Judy and Fran and what's the cool guy's name? Clint? Max. Max. Okay, so Jay and Judy, Fran and Max, they go off to find a place to bone. Separately. Se- not all together. Yeah, but they're all together at once. Right, right. To kind of explore and seek places out so right. that they can sequester themselves and do what they got to do. And Max and Fran find <clears> like the, what do they call it, where they put the body out for display or for like the... The display coffin? Yeah. They, anyway, they find the coffin and <laughs> they're boning in there. But before that, they're all together and he's kind of telling the story and that's where we hear the indigenous people and like mm-hmm. all of that kind of folklore that's the history attached of to the whole estate yeah and then jay kind of goes like hey beat it basically and he's like oh uh fran let's go in this other room and blah 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 so they go and there's stained glass in there so it's like a sanctuary kind of mm-hmm. ceremonial place and they they're like we've never done it in a coffin before <laughs> and it's so funny because they're complaining about it. they're like this is <laughs> not it is. it's very tight like what is happening uh, and it's awkward right and i i feel like there's not enough awkward not enough awkward sex in horror movies yeah like in in any kind of teen movies sex can be awkward sometimes it's hilarious and that needs to be capitalized upon in hollywood please they're trying to do whatever jay gets mad because judy's not giving it up and like can you blame her it's creepy it's abandoned there's god knows what on all of these tables that used to be a morgue where people got embalmed like jay is gross like, I don't, you don't know what kind of stuff you're going to be putting up inside her with the, the bone in. Like, no, stop it. That's gross. Don't have sex in a place where you don't know what kind of chemicals are still left behind. Hashtag sex health from a horror movie podcast. <laughs> you're welcome. So she's a prude. I remember. Yeah, she's, she's prudish. I, I remember saying that she's a prude, but honestly, I don't blame her for not wanting yeah. to have sex in that room. Like point blank period. So he, she's not giving it up. He gets frustrated like the dick that he is. And he slams the door, which thereby locks it. So she's locked in this place. He goes off. He goes upstairs, finds Suzanne in the bathroom that she was not in when Stooge was up there. She's in the corner drawing all over her face with her lipstick. And he's like, oh, hot. Okay. And she comes on to him and he's like, all right, I'm getting some tonight. Like, it's not from the one who I brought, Dick. And he basically, is that what happens before? Before, Yeah. So right before uh, Jay finds Suzanne, she's drawing with her lipstick on her face and starts to make a spiral around her nipple and then shoves the tube of lipstick into her nipple. (laughs) <laughs> can't then that's when jay finds her and is like hey baby because she's got her boobs out and she drops her panties and they start get, getting it on she starts turning into the demon again because she that's why she broke the mirror earlier was she like saw herself as the demon and shattered it she starts transforming again jay goes like what the hell and she like gouges his eyes out with her thumbs which is pretty gory pretty yeah. bloody uh, around the same time Stooge, but great makeup can we yeah. just like the the demon makeup on her much better than the 
lipstick that she drew on her nipple. <laughs> I think the most disturbing moment of this entire movie is when her boob eats the lipstick. Like I can't it get over iconic. it. It is iconic. Like this is uh, that's one of those scenes everybody talks about for this movie. So iconic. <laughs> like I've never heard of it before. So when it happened, well, I was for, like, "What for, like, horror is movies, happening?" Like, if you're if you're really into like these culty horror movie stuff, this one is known for the boob scene, like the. Ugh. The lipstick nipple. But around this time, Stooge and Angela are dancing downstairs. Jay's been killed by Suzanne. Angela starts making out with Stooge, putting the demon inside of him, but also bites his tongue off so he doesn't get to talk for the rest of the movie. So Thank God. Good on you. The demon knows what's up, man. <laughs> like Possessed Stooge starts going around looking for the other kids to kill. He finds Franny and Max having sex in the, the coffin. Shuts the lid. Snaps Franny's neck. Drops her on top of Max and starts slamming the lid down, but his arm is hanging out, so he just keeps slamming it until the arm comes off, killing Max and Franny. Like you do. Oh, we also, uh, Roger and Helen were outside yes. looking for the escape, and they go entirely around the, the, the wall, the but they can never yeah. find the gate. So they're like, we don't know what to do. I think they go back to the... No, he's looking for the gate, and she's there for one second, and then he turns around, and she's gone. Mm -hmm. So he's like, what the hell? So he goes back to the car that they arrived in, and it's just like hiding out in the car. And falls asleep. That's when Sal comes back downstairs, finds Angela with her hands inside the fire. Like, her hands are on fire, which freaks him out a little bit. As it would. So he runs away. Roger is back in the car asleep, and then Helen's body drops from somewhere and lands on the windshield. And that's when you realize the thing she had saw in the mirror was was her own death, the, the her slamming against the window. Mm -hmm. So we are down to Sal, mm -hmm. Roger, Roger, Judy, Judy, and Sal and Roger meet up with each other. They go and grab Judy because she's still locked in the room. They break her out, but and then Angela appears and Roger's she's floating. Like, yeah, Roger's like fuck this and takes off running because <laughs> he's the smartest person in this movie. Yes, Sal and Judy are together. They find Suzanne with Jay's body there. She throws Sal out of the window. Right. Okay. Sal gets killed from the impact of like there's a big stake or whatever sticking through his, That's what it is, his yeah. abdomen. Mm -hmm. Judy uh, escapes from Suzanne and kind of chased through the house a little bit. That... No, no, Sal isn't killed yet. Okay. See, they're chased around. Sal is thrown out of the window, but then he comes back. Judy is trying to climb down where Roger is, and Sal pops up and is like, ha ha, bitch! And, or, like, he doesn't say that, but, like, starts fighting with Demon Angela, or, mm -hmm. and she shoves him off the house. That's when he dies. So he got, he falls out of the house twice. <laughs> so, yeah, and then there's a tombstone with his name and his birth date, but when it says died, it says today. today. So it's only good for today like <laughs> so demons know how to chisel stone and don't understand the concept of time apparently and how tomorrow that tombstone is inaccurate unless it says yesterday <laughs> they've got demon magic you never know <laughs> wow they could just put the date but every time it's gonna be like two weeks ago four months ago <laughs> that's it on my tombstone <laughs> every day we're gonna have to go change it yes that way you have to visit me every day. I like this plan. Yes. <laughs> Sal's dead. Roger and Judy, the only ones left. They get chased by the demons throughout the house. They lock themselves into the crematorium. Angela and Stooge start breaking down the door. What are they trying? They're trying to get into the actual crematorium, like the actual- Yeah, they think it's a, a tunnel, and then she finds a skull and is like, ah! 
And then she's like, oh, I can, you know, like. It's a gas fire. It's a gas fire. So, and I have this lighter. Here comes Chekhov's lighter. And so she like pulls apart the, the, the piping, the tubing, lights it on fire as they come in, setting the two demons on fire. But it doesn't Which, kill them. Well, but, but it does hurt them. I'm like, it aren't does, you demons? Like, it, don't you live not there? used to fire? <laughs> So it slows them down considerably, and they go outside. Which just seems again. like bad design for demons. I'm just saying. Yeah, they go outside, right? Like yeah, they. I think so. They well, they because they're in the basement for the crematorium. But the demons go back outside of the crematorium. Right. That's what I was trying to say. Okay, Not outside yeah. the house. So they they leave the crematorium. The door shuts again, and they decide, oh, okay, let's make a run for it. And get out of the house. We just need to get out of the house. So Roger and Judy go out of the house. And then by that time, Sal is back up. Yeah, they've, they've resurrected everybody else. There's So there's Stooge and Angela and Suzanne and... Franny and Max. Everybody. Everybody is just zombie demons mm-hmm. coming towards them. And they're trying to find the gate so that they can get out of this land they need to cross over the underground stream so that the demons can't cross over and get them they find an area of the wall that has barbed wire up the side and so roger does the only thing he knows how to do and is like encouraging her to climb up it she's not so he's like okay move bitch let's do this (laughs) he doesn't say that he's very respectful of women unlike stooge and so he starts climbing cuts his hands up real good And he's lying on top of this brick wall and he holds his hand down. It's like a 12 foot wall. Has to be. 14 maybe. He's like trying to get her to to come up and he's like, just make it to here and I can... I can grab you and pull you up. And so she tries to, and about that time they reach her and Stooge, I think, is the one that puts his hand on her calf and just like singes her skin, just like boils it up. And she's like... And so she drops back down and everybody's trying to grab her. And she's like, no, and screaming. Roger drops to the other side of the thing and he's safe, but he hears the screams and he's like, oh my God. So the next scene we see is him saying, Judy, come on. So he has climbed back up the other side of the wall, is on the boundary, basically, holding out his hand, grabs her, pulls her over. They flop over on the the safe side and... The sun comes up and... The demons, destroys the demons, turns demons them into turn smoke or something like that. Like green dust or smoke yeah. or whatever, yeah. And the thing is, is that there's like an animatronic dragon-like demon puppet. Thing. I think it's a puppet. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say it wasn't a puppet. It, I, it probably is. But it reminds us of there's a band called Steam Powered Giraffe, and they have a steam-powered giraffe like a steampunky looking giraffe puppet that they perform with on stage and it's very reminiscent (laughs) of that i'm wondering if they were influenced by this movie (laughs) but anyway so that was all apart and then they just disappear and when the sun comes up so then we see the walk of shame (laughs) by judy and roger and they're just disheveled to shit (laughs) they look like shit (laughs) it's amazing and they just look so they're just so like i'm just ready for bed i love their look on their faces they're just like they're not, not talking they're not sad they're, they're just, not mad they're just surviving. so tired they're literally <laughs> just surviving and it's so like everybody's face this year is just like oh yeah. god just get this through this yeah so they're they're shuffling along and they come across 
The old man. Does he have a name? I don't think they ever named him, no. Cool. So the old man with the apples at the beginning, here he comes again. So the old man makes a comment of like, oh, just going to bed now, huh? You hoodlums, blah, 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 something along those lines. And he goes back inside and he sits down with his paper. He's outside getting his paper, so he sees them. And he sits down with his paper and he's talking to his wife. She's like, oh, you know, I've been up for hours or something like this and I baked you. I baked this pie this morning and blah, blah, blah. And he takes a big spoonful of it and is drinking his coffee and reading his paper. And there wasn't that many trick-or-treaters last night. You know, nobody stopped by. I don't know why you, you bought so many apples, but I had to do something with them. So I baked this pie. And then he's like, what? And so his eyes get real big. And then through his neck pops Come out in. a razor An blade. An entire razor blade. An entire razor blade and i'm like woman you know if you cut up those apples for that apple pie you knew there were razors you knew there was razors well she does like yeah and when he's like bleeding out of his throat and like his head face crashes down and she's like happy halloween dear and like gives him a peck on the back of the head or something and she kind of pats his shoulder Mm. and is like very smug about it i'm like bitch you knew you knew (laughs) and you knew that your husband was a dick seemed like a dick okay so uh Quick ad- admitting thing. I sorry, I could not remember if I'd actually seen this movie before. I was like, I I, I swear I have. There's parts of it I, that are vivid in my memory, but I don't know for sure because I don't remember what the actual story was. That was the part. I was like, I remember this part vividly. I mm-hmm. remember the blade and the throat and everything. And it must have been one of those like USA, USA, the, the television network used to do these like up all night things where they would show all these really be schlocky movies from the the 80s it's where i saw like sorority girls and slime ball bolorama and chopping mall and all this sort of stuff and i had to have seen it during one of those i think gilbert godfrey used to host host that for a while sounds anyway. like something you would do yeah, yeah like every what was a friday or saturday night or whatever we'd stay up and watch usa just to watch all the schlock movies <laughs> so anyway that's uh night of the demons mm-hmm. what'd you think about night of the demons I mean, I still love you, Chris, but why? <laughs> like, why, though? But, like, why, though? I I actually like the concept. I think there's a lot that could be done with the concept. I just, I don't know if it was the bad acting, the bad script writing. It felt like an after-school special. The dialogue was just clunky. And, I mean, Stooges lines, eat a bowl of fuck. Like, really? <laughs> Nobody says that. Should they? Probably, Probably because not. that's amazing. <laughs> no. Eat a bowl of fuck. I just, I I think there needed to be some editing and revisions <laughs> in the script. I, I like the storyline. I like the concept. I love the fact that the African-American character makes it out. Makes it out with the virgin girl. Like, I expected Judy to make it, even though she was a prude. Maybe because she was a prude, question mark? I don't know. But yeah, I, I, the execution falls flat for me. And I, again, I don't know if that's the script or the right or the acting. That's what I think about. And <laughs> that stupid lipstick scene. Like, fuck that shit. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Yeah. See, I wouldn't remember the lipstick scene because if I had watched it on USA, they wouldn't, have, it wouldn't have been in there. Yeah. They would have had to cut that. Correct. Because it's disturbing. <laughs> because it's boobies and they weren't allowed to actually show boobies. You get to see close to boobies. but Yeah, the boobies aren't what's disturbing <laughs> about it, though. Like, I, mm, this I wholeheartedly. Is... 
This is an applaud odd the movie. censorship if, of that. Scene, if you're into bleh. this like time period, if you're into this sort of thing, you're into this sort of thing. And I really don't know how you could sell it on somebody who isn't really into this sort of thing. But it's a fun movie. It's dumb, but it's fun. Is it badly made? Yeah, it's it's not that well made, but it's fun and it's dumb. And this is that that perfect note of like 80 schlock for me. So I can't can't recommend it unless you're really into that sort of thing. But if you are, I think you're gonna have fun with it. So if we were doing a dinner party with Night of the Demons showing, what would you serve at that dinner party? There's not much food in this movie, so. No, it's not. Like, they have, like, snacks. Yeah. Like, corner store snacks. Sour balls. Sour balls. <laughs> you would definitely, like, you can get those, like, uh, warheads. The little. Or just sour balls. I don't know what those are. Just little sour sucker balls. Those are, like. That's what I thought warheads were. Are they they're, flat? They're There's, there are more discs. Yeah. Um, There's sour discs. Sour discs to go with your sour balls. So the balls. sour ball gum. I, mm-hmm. I remember the, the gum balls. Gum or whatever, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, get some sour balls. That way you don't give me any blowjobs. <laughs> that joke is so stupid. <laughs> I don't know. Like Apple pie has to... <laughs> like, it's the only food in the movie. Yeah. You could do little sugar razor blades and stick it on top, you know? I mean, you wouldn't want a sugar razor blade in the pie, you know what I mean? It would, yeah. it, would, it would melt when you bake it. But make little sugar razor blades and just, like, stick them in there. I think that would be cool looking. Yeah. See, I was almost going to be like, Jello boobs with lipstick came <laughs> But I'm not doing Jello. You can't make me. Yeah, no. Unless you give me tips on how to do it, because I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Anything else? Just sour balls and apple pie? <sighs> I mean, yeah, like popcorn balls, maybe. Like, I have to, like, the whole scene of her setting up the banquet table with all the, the corner store snacks, like, I don't know. You do a little corner store. Like chips. Buffet. Yeah. Like, snack table, you know? Yeah. But yeah, that'd probably be all I can think of for this one. So, every movie we rate on a scale of 1 to 10, but 1 to 10 what? It changes every episode because it changes for every movie. So, what would we... Right, none of the demons. What what scale are we gonna use? One to ten. Hungry boobies. <laughs> <laughs> One to ten stooges. Oh God. One to ten bowls of fuck. <laughs> One to ten floppy demon puppets. Okay, that wasn't really floppy. It was kind of like animatronic. But one to ten razor blades. One to ten apple razor blade apple pies. Okay. Razor blade apple pie. There we go. Does the first four be? This is a perfectly middle of the road five movie for me. Not good. Not bad. Perfectly middle of the road. It's a five. It is five razor blade filled apple apple pie. No razor blade filled apple pies. <laughs> there we go. Like I said, I can't really recommend it unless this is just right that that perfect spot of like if you're into eighty schlock horror, this is gonna be a movie you like. If you're not into it, you're gonna hate this movie because it's not like you know, there's not a whole lot to grab onto unless you're into that specific thing. So it's a five. Five for me. I'm bouncing around a couple of numbers, but you said that they made a remake of this one? Mm-hmm. In 2009. They they made two sequels to this one, I think, and a remake in 2009 with Shannon Elizabeth as Angela. Shannon, who's Shannon? She was in American Pie. She was like the foreign exchange student that they okay. creepily recorded taking her clothes off and she didn't know about. Oh, and so, yeah, that was... Wow. Sex crime, yeah. Yeah, sex crime. But she was Angela? I, if I remember right, she was Angela. She I'm pretty sure she was Angela. Judy. Yeah. Or even as a Fran. I could really see her as a Fran. 
Fran. Again, I like the concept. I don't like the execution of it. I like the storyline, not so much the script. Like, it's so... Schlocky. It's very schlock. Uh, I don't... Oh, I really wish we did half. <laughs> Because I'm right in between a three and a four. I think I'm going to have to go three just because, you know what? I'm going to go three because of that damn lipstick. I can't. Uh, <laughs> nightmares for days. Like, I will have nightmares for days. So it's not the whole movie and the whole concept that right, right, doesn't like, appeal to me. But right, there, there are plenty of good demon movies you can go out there and watch. You know what I mean? Like, like well done, well scripted sort of demon movies. This is not one of those. <laughs> this is like the B movie. And if you're if you're into that kind of mystery science theater B movie schlocky stuff, the movies that are made real cheap. That's and dirty, what I was missing. I needed their commentary. Movies made cheap and dirty, and you know what I mean. Just as quick as you can, bust out a movie to to make a little a couple of bucks here and there. You remember when we watched MS3K? MST3K. MST3K. That's what it is. You remember when we watched that with the Beatnik? They did mm -hmm. the Beatnik, and then we found the Beatnik. The Beatnik DVD at Dollar General of all places. <laughs> it was perfect. I was like, we could do our own like commentary on it. We never did though. Yeah, no. It's I think we even we're got not rid of the DVD. Writers, so. <laughs> it's just us going. Oh, this movie's not very good. You get no, no jokes. My biggest here. thing about that, I, I can't forget that woman's eyebrows. She was a bleach blonde. She was a bottle blonde, and her eyebrows were definitely not <laughs> worthy enough, I guess, to have the same treatment because they were pitch black, and she, her hair was white because it was a black and white, black and white movie. Whatever. So that's uh, Night of the Demons. If you haven't followed us on Instagram, you should do that because we post stuff on Instagram of the menu items we talk about. Not all of them because sometimes we have a bunch of really good ideas for a movie and sometimes we overshoot <laughs> our ability. <laughs> Stupid freaking jello. <laughs> Check us out at Murder She Don't on Instagram and Murder She Don't One on Twitter. Check out our Twitter for reminders when episodes are coming up and hints for the following week or coming up episodes. Or even polls, because next polls. week we have a couple things in mind, but we might shoot out a poll and see what y'all want to hear about. Share us with your friends and family. Make fun of us with your friends and family. <laughs> and until next week, remember, enjoy, enjoy your, your lipstick, lipstick doll face. face.